to United, you guys. If we haven't had the chance to meet, my name is Rachel De Los Santos. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> I am a 10th grade girls life group leader here at Beach Students. Shout out to my girls. <laughs> I love you all so, so much. It seriously is one of the greatest honors to be able to get to live life alongside of you. And yeah, all my love to you girls. Um, but I'm so, so excited to be able to preach the word of God tonight. And tonight we are in week three of our values series here. And, and during this series, we've been talking about the fact that we all, as people, have values, whether we realize it or not. And, and it's important to realize and recognize these values because our values are what make us who we are. They are what help drive our decisions. And so here at Beach Students, we have five core values that are like the DNA of our ministry. You know, they make us who we are and they help us point students to Jesus. Our values help fuel the mission that God has given us here in our ministry. And so tonight, we are going to be talking about value number three, value number three, which is we are worshipers. It's as simple as that. Why don't we say it all together? It's three words. We are worshipers on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. We are worshipers. Awesome. Awesome. And, and as we talk about this value, tonight. We are going to be talking about a subject that um, is very near and dear to my heart. It has completely transformed my life. It, is, it has deepened my relationship with Jesus and has changed the direction, the purpose of my life and the life of so many. And, and that subject is worship. Worship. We're going to be talking about worship tonight. And before we dive in, why don't we all bow our heads together and ask the Lord to speak to us. So, Lord, we thank you so much, God, for this opportunity we have um, to learn more about you, God. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit will lead us tonight, Jesus, that these will be your words, not mine, God, and that you will bring us deeper, God, to, to you, Lord. Reveal yourself to us, because we need you, God. We need you, Jesus. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, what is worship? How, how would you define the word worship? I think before we go any further, that would be a great place to start is to define this word. What is worship? What does it look like? What does it mean? And simply put, simply put, if you're taking down notes, you can write this down. Worship is our response to people or things that are amazing. Worship is our response to people or things that are amazing. It's as simple as that. Worship is a response. And I think oftentimes when we think about this word worship, we often correlate it with church or with God or put it in a religious context. But I think it's important to realize that no matter who you are, no matter what you may believe, we all worship someone or something. We all worship someone or something. Because, you know, I'm sure you all can agree. We all think that there are some pretty amazing things or people in our lives and we respond accordingly to these things. You know, this may look like adoring, honoring, lifting up, glorifying someone because you think they're pretty awesome. And for example, like when I think about this, I think in our generation, you know, we oftentimes respond to amazing things or amazing people like this, like for example, like celebrities or, you know, football teams, athletes, like Taylor Swift, for example. Exactly. 
my point exactly. Like, she is pretty amazing, and we respond accordingly to that because, you guys, she is a talented artist, musician, songwriter, genius. Jacob Woodward would be so proud of me for talking about this right now because I have just realized how she's a genius, you guys. Like, all too well, 10 minute version. The SNL live, or sorry, I just, I'm talking about this. The SNL live version, guys, goosebumps. Like, amazing, powerful, what a woman. Um, but she's pretty amazing. And another example, um, Trevor Lawrence comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go Jags, am I right? <laughs> but, you know, we think he's pretty, he's pretty talented, a talented football player. And I remember when he was drafted onto the Jags team, you guys, I had never seen a city, a group of people go as crazy as they did for this one football player. Because, you know, rightfully so, he, he's a very talented football player, you know, given his past seasons at Clemson and his football stats. You know, we were excited that he was going to be a good asset to the Jags team. And we responded accordingly. Like when he was drafted, guys, it was the only thing I saw on my social media. Like I was scrolling, it was just his face. Like I'm sure he was the only thing that some people were like thinking about, which is kind of funny, or he was definitely the only um, person that people would talk about in social settings for a while. But, but that goes to show those are examples of we respond accordingly to things that we think are awesome or incredible on this earth, in this life. And that in its entirety is, is really the heart behind worship. Even not in a religious context, we, we respond. It's our natural response to, you know, lift up, to glorify, to be excited about these things. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that it's bad, you know, be a fan of Trevor Lawrence or to think celebrities are cool, but it's important to realize that there are things and people in this life that we lift up, that we glorify. And here at Beach Students, as followers of Jesus, we believe that Jesus is the only one worthy of our praise. He is the only one worthy of our attention and the only one worthy to be lifted up and to be glorified. And so that is what worship is. It is our response to people or things that are amazing. And, and we express this response. We express these feelings in different ways. It, it may be expressed through our words, uh, through our actions, through our behaviors. We can express our love for God by loving other people, by serving him. Those are acts of worship. Worship is a lifestyle. It's so, it's such a big, you know, concept. Um, but tonight, as we talk about worship, as we talk about it in the context of our values here at Beach Students, we are going to be focusing on a specific expression of worship, and that is worship through music, worship through song. And, you know, if you've been coming to United for a while, or if you've been to a church before, or even in other religions, you would notice that music is oftentimes used as a tool. It's oftentimes used as a vessel to be able to worship God. Which makes sense, because I'm sure we could all agree that worship is really, I mean, music is pretty impactful in our lives. Like, I know there's scientific studies that show, like, music's positive effects on our brain. And, and I'm sure, like, how many of you guys, like, listen to, mu like, at least one song a day? Like, no, doesn't matter what genre. Yeah, music is a huge part of our lives. I know I listen to music when I'm driving or when I'm getting ready in the morning. Music is a huge part of our lives. So, of course, it makes sense that throughout generations, we would use this tool as a way to express our love and our gratitude and towards God. And here at Beach Students, we believe in the power and the importance of worship through music. 
We have decided that extended time in worship is more important than games, more important than entertainment, nine square, like different life group competitions. That's why when you know you come to United week in and week out, we spend at least 30 to 45 minutes singing songs together, worshiping together, because we believe that there's power behind it. That is why Miss Denise, you know, spends hours upon hours each week, you know, picking out the songs that we're gonna sing, preparing the band to be able to lead us in worship. And that's why students, just as yourself or adult leaders, take the time and the energy to be able to use their gifts and their talents to worship God because we believe that it can be life-changing when we come into like to these moments together and sing unto God together. It's powerful. It's important. It's, it's, it's significant. And, and, and I hope you understand, we, we don't do all of these things. We don't spend the time and the energy to be able to create environments for you all to come worship God just, just for music's sake. It's not just for good music. We don't come in here for a concert. You know, we don't serve up here just to perform. It's way more than that. It's deeper. It's significant. God is moving. And you may be thinking, okay, Rachel, like you keep saying that, you keep saying it's important, you keep saying that it's powerful, like, like why? What, what, what's the reason? You know, I, I know um, I thought that for a while uh, when I first started going to big church with my parents <laughs> when I was in middle school. I remember, you know, being like 11 or 12 and going to big church with my parents. And we went to a church, the, the worship environment was very similar, um, you know, to this environment where there's like a full band, there's loud music, there's lights. And for a while, I was like, little middle schooler that I was I'd go into <laughs> go into church and I'd be like oh like wow this is this is great music like this is good okay that lady up there she she sings really okay she hit that high note like wow that was awesome like I really enjoyed the songs I was like wow the music's loud the lights are cool but for a while that's all it was to me it was just good music and I was just like okay we're going to our weekly concert for the day or for the week and, and but I would realize like I, w- I would look around and I would see people like lifting their hands, like crying, seeing at the top of their lungs, like praying over each other. And I would, I would think I'd be like, oh, oh, like, okay, that's intense. Like, I, like this music is great, but I, I wouldn't say that it would evoke that kind of emotion out of me. Like there's gotta be something more than just the good music, good songs. And, and and I soon realized, I soon realized that worship um, in its entirety, but it's specifically through song, worship through song is about the heart, not the voice or the body. It's about the heart, not the voice or the body. The music's great. The instruments are great. But those are just the tools. Those are just the vessels. They aren't the focus of why we come in here and worship week in and week out. It's about the heart, and it's about what God's doing in and through us. And we're going to go through three points tonight, three points of, of, about this like subject, about it being about the heart. And these three points, you know, reflect like the posture of our hearts um, as we come into worship. And my prayer is that uh, as we go through these points that, that you will remember, um, you know, these statements and you will reflect on these things. You will posture your heart um, as, as we worship, not just tonight, but, but in the nights to come. And so number one, why do we worship? Why is it important? Why is it about the heart? What's going on when we're doing all of this? Um, is number one, we worship God for who he is. We worship God for who he is. God is worthy of our praise, period. 
God is worthy. Nothing more, nothing less. Talk about responding to things that are amazing. God is the ultimate amazing person in heaven or and on earth. He is the only one that's worthy to be lifted up. He's the only one worthy to be sung about because he is good. He is righteous. He is perfect. There's not one ounce of evil in him. He has never let any of us down. That's why we sing our natural response as humanity is to glorify God because he is holy. He is righteous. There's nothing else that we can do but praise him, but lift him up. That's why we come in here and we get so excited because we get to sing about the goodness of God and we get to glorify him through music, through singing to him. It's not because anything, anything that he's done, it's solely because of who he is, the perfect savior of the world, the father to the orphans. He is good and he is righteous and he is worthy of all praise. Psalm 145.3 says, Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. His greatness no one can fathom. You can't even put words to how great he is. Sometimes you can just only sing and express that greatness. So number one, we worship God for who he is. Number two, we worship God for what he has done. We worship God for what he has done. Worship is a way to show gratitude to God. Worship is a way to show gratitude to God. Colossians 3 verse 17 says, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You know, another natural response that we have as humans is when someone does something, you know, good for us, our natural response is to say, thank you. You know, like I think about it in the, a simple context, like in college now, if a professor is ever so kind and, you know, extends a deadline on an assignment or, you know, gives me an extra credit opportunity, you guys, I like can't stop saying thank you. I'm like, oh, thank you so much, especially if I need it. You guys know the feeling. You're like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, did I say again, like, thank you? I email them after school. I'm like, thank you again. If I hadn't said it enough, but that goes to show when people do things for us in our lives, we say thank you. And how much more should that, our, that be our response towards God? I want you all to take a moment to think about what God has saved you from in this life. What has God done for you? What are the miracles you have seen? What is the hope he has given you? And thank God for that. And as we sing, as we come in and sing these songs together, that's an opportunity for us to raise our thanks, to raise, thank you, God, Lord, that I'm not where I used to be, that I'm not in the pit that I used to be, the God, that you pulled me out of it, God, that you are good in my life, that even though like things right now might seem confusing, even though it may seem hopeless and dark, God, you are my hope and you are my anchor. And God, I can't help but thank you. That should be the posture of our hearts as we worship God and sing these songs to him. How has God moved in your life? What has God saved you from? What was your life like before or without Christ? And praise him for that. Praise him for those things and thank him. Worship is our response to all that God has done in our life. It is our testimony. What would it look like if this city, if, th if this ministry was known for praising God and thanking him? Imagine the people we could reach as we testify of the good things that God has done in our lives just through our worship, just through us singing to him. We worship God for what he has done.
So number one, we worship God for who he is. Number two, we worship God for what he has done. And number three, we worship God for what he is doing. Because Jesus is still alive and he is still moving. And we believe that valuing worship helps us experience God in the here and now. When you walk into um, the block each week, when the band starts playing, we believe that the Holy Spirit is moving in those moments. I've heard countless testimonies and countless students say, yeah, I would come to church and like, I didn't really understand what was going on. I hadn't been to church in a while, but there's something happened when, when the music started playing, just all of a sudden, I couldn't help but just start crying. Like this, this feeling, this, this, this emotion just overcame me. I couldn't explain it. I didn't know what it was, but I couldn't help it. I just felt at peace. That's this Holy Spirit. That's the presence of God. That as we come into these moments as God's people singing and declaring his word together, his presence is here with us. Our hearts are postured to experience God, to experience his presence and feel him move. Our worship is warfare when we come in here. We become aware of God's presence, of how he is moving and are filled with his spirit. And it prepares us to go out into the weeks of he- a week ahead, to live for him, to tackle anything that life may throw at us. As we worship, as we, we realign with the heart of God during this time together. And so one, we worship God for who he is. Number two, we worship God for what he is doing or what he has done. And number three, we worship God for what he is doing. I pray that you all will remember these things, reflect on them, and they will affect the posture of your heart as you come in to United each and every week. This is what worship is about. This is the heart of worship. It's all about Jesus, and that is what we come here to do, is to worship Him. And so, how, as, as a ministry, as a group of students and of leaders, how do we own this value? How do we let this value um, impact us? How, how do we own it so that, so that God can move, not just in this ministry, but in this community? How do we own this value? And I would challenge you, the way that you own this is that when you come into United, when you come into these times of worship and when when the band starts playing, just focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. Turn off your phone if you need to. Put it away. Don't talk to your friends that are to the left, to the right of you. Don't think about, you know, that cute boy or girl that may be seeing me right now. Focus on him. Because I promise you, I speak from experience. When you focus on him, when you worship him with everything that is within you, lives can be changed. Chains can be broken. Hope can be restored. I've seen families restored during times of worship. I've seen mental health restored during times of worship. It is here and it is available for you. But are you willing? Are you you going to take the step to focus on God? to give it all to him, to leave it all at his feet and to experience all that God has for you. 
And when you come in here and when you reflect on these things of who God is to you, what he has done and what he is doing, and when you begin to lift up your praises to him, when you begin, when you begin to sing to him, you know, sometimes like that looks like dancing, that looks like jumping up and down, that looks like whatever it may look like to you. Don't be afraid of it happening. Don't be silent. Don't be shy. Just let it out. Just express your love. Express that praise to him. And watch how God moves in your life. This is why we get to worship with excitement and freedom and passion. Because we love Jesus and we love what he is doing and what he has done. And imagine what can happen if we value worship like this. Imagine what could happen if we are reminded and change our perspective on worship and what it is, the heart behind it. What can happen? What would your life look like? What would your family look like? What would your schools look like if you glorified God in this way? I promise you, your life will be changed. That God is moving and that he will continue to move.